You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you and say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Tell them, keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Maybe you're facing some challenges or difficulties, but when you know your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you have reason to rejoice. Amen? Now, in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 39, Jesus stood up in the boat, spoke to the storm, and he said, be calm. Spoke calmness to the storm. We can come to Jesus anytime and ask him to speak calmness the storm that we are facing, the challenges that we are facing, he is ready to do that. Amen? Stretching forth his mighty right hand and saying, calm. The most wonderful thing, even when there's a storm on the outside, when you have God's peace on the inside. Amen? Going through challenges, going through difficulties, but Jesus giving his peace, not the peace of this world, based on the things of this world, but a peace that comes from heaven that God places on the inside of us. Amen. I want to minister a message today. Power to overcome. Power to overcome. Turn to the person next to you and say, power to overcome. You know, this is the promise that God has given us. When we are born of God, things start to change in our lives. I heard a wonderful testimony this week of a lady. She was really caught up in sin, trapped in sin, and not happy with what the Bible was saying about her. So she endeavored to write a book to prove that what's written in here is wrong. So she started reading the Bible And as she started reading the Bible, her friends looked at her and said, you're starting to change. You're not the same anymore. (laughs) Let me tell you something. This word has got sanctification power. It's got healing power. It's got deliverance power. So as she was reading it, she was changed, touched. Challenged. And the pastor reached out to her and said, come and ask some questions. Thank God for pastors that are prepared to spend time with sinners, amen? Am I talking to the right people here? Are you? Don't become so holy that nobody can get close to you, amen? And she was really getting into it. I mean, I think in two years... She read through the Bible, I think, five or seven times. That's more than what some Christians do, and she's not even a Christian, amen? (laughs) But I think before she had read five or seven times through it, she got saved. And I thought, what a wonderful testimony, amen? It doesn't matter what's keeping you bound, what challenges you are facing. The Bible says, the word... In John 1:14, the Word became flesh. And when it manifested, we could see its glory. 
as of the, as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Wow. So when the Word became flesh, became Jesus, every time you spend time in the Word, you are spending time with Jesus. Every time she opened the Bible and she was reading it, she was spending time with Jesus. When you are spending time with Jesus, your life is about to change. Amen? It's got healing power, sanctification power. So the Bible says in 1 John 5 verse 4, whatever is born of God overcomes. Whatever is born of God overcomes this world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Your faith. Who is he who has overcome the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? That almost sounds too easy. It says, do you want victory? Do you want to overcome the challenges that you are facing right now? Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. When something is born of God, something is born of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. When you are born again, when you are born of God, you are linked up with God. Things are about to change. When you face difficulties, when you face challenges, it's different because God is with you. Can you see the need? Can you see the, why it's so important to be born again? Turn to the person next. You say, you must be born again. There are many ways to face challenges and difficulties, but if you want to really overcome and maintain that, what God is doing in you and through you and with you and for you, you need to be linked up with God. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 87. <clears throat> you know, one of the top things pastors get for birthdays, ties, books, and Bibles. Amen. So this is a Bible that my precious wife gave me. It's a translation that I really wanted. It's the NASB. So if you can find it, I really recommend it. It's just a nice, wonderful read, the way that it describes things in the Word of God, and it's one of the closest translations to original Greek and Hebrew. So if you can get an NASB, go for it. Amen. So I'm reading it now, and I'm enjoying it. But look at Psalm 87. It says, His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the other dwelling places of Jacob. It says, He loves the gates of Zion. We will enter His gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ. We enter into those gates. Amen. Verse 3, glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. I shall mention Rahab, and I shall mention Babylon among those who know me. You know, it's, it's interesting. Let me just tell you something. You're going to see some people in heaven one day from Babylon, Rahabs, that you thought would never serve God or has got nothing to do with God. And he says, let me just mention some. Because remember, the people that Jesus rebuked was the Pharisees, those that wanted to justify themselves through their own righteousness. He says, I shall mention Rahab and Babylon among those who know me 
Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This one was born thee. But of Zion it shall be said, this one and that one were born in her. And the Most High Himself will establish her. The Lord will count them when He registers the peoples. This one was born there. Then those who sing as well as those who play the flute shall say, All my springs of joy are in you. The joy of our salvation. I want to ask you this question. What does heaven say about you? Where were you born? Yes, I know the city where you were born. But has your name been registered in Zion, the spiritual Jerusalem? Family, when you are born from above, when you are born of God and your name is registered, whatever you are facing, heaven is aware of your situation. The fact that your name is registered in heaven does not mean you won't face challenges. But it means heaven is aware of your situation. Turn to the person next to you and say, heaven is aware of your situation. You know, the Bible says, Jesus that overcame sin and death. Remember, he never sinned, but he became your sin, your sickness. Jesus died for every fundamental problem. When he became sin, he went to hell. And he was covered with our sin. But there was a time when the Holy Spirit went into hell, disconnected him, sanctified him from all of those sins, and he was raised from the dead. Hebrews 12, verse 22, it teaches us that Jesus is the firstborn registered in heaven. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. There's a natural Jerusalem and there's a spiritual Jerusalem. That's what Psalm 87 is talking about. To the heavenly Jerusalem, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to the God, the judge of all, the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant. Amen? If the Holy Spirit did it for Jesus and Jesus died for you, guess what? He's going to do it for you as well. When we are born of God, we can overcome. Turn to the person next to you say, listen to me. You're going to overcome. Whatever you've been facing, when you are born of God, you're going to overcome. Power to overcome is a grace that is given to believers. Because that spirit of Christ, the word himself, on the inside of you, cannot fail. Can I have one amen? Has the week been that bad? Don't raise your hand. Just, just double wink at me, amen, or double blink at me. <laughs> we have our part to play, and God has got his part to play. You know, Revelation 12, verse 11 says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, that's God's part, God's blood speaking for us, and by the word of their testimony. So we have our part to play and God has got his part to play. But God is definitely going to do it. If you're going to take action and you do your part, I guarantee you, you will overcome. This word cannot fail us. This word is God. 
Jesus, the word that became flesh, that is here to help us. When you are positioned in Christ Jesus, when you are born again, when he who knew no sin became sin for you and you've become his righteousness, you are covered with the righteousness of Christ and you are in Christ Jesus. Guess what? The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. His ears are attentive to their prayers. When you are positioned in Christ Jesus, God is interested in what you are saying and what you are doing. When we pray and we say, Lord, position me so that you will be interested in whatever I say, whatever I do, what you're actually saying is position me in Christ Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. So I told you about this new Bible that I'm reading. So, you know, sometimes when you read something, you read it for the first time, and you think like, how did I ever miss this? I've read it so many times. So as I was reading Genesis 21, verse 1, this scripture just, when I read it, I turned it into a prayer point immediately. Because sometimes when you are facing things, you need God's help and you need it now immediately. Amen? Am I talking to the right people? Look at this scripture. Then the Lord took note of Sarah, thinking, God, you took note of Sarah. I want you to take note of me. Let me see your hand. Am I talking to the right people? Who of you would like to take God to take note of you? I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I read this. I said, and the Lord took note of Sarah as he said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he promised. And I immediately went and I said, Lord, Please take note of me. Take note of the congregation. Take note of our members. Take note of our visitors. And do as you've promised. It's one of my new prayer points that I'm praying for you. Praying for myself. Lord, take note. Lord, take note. Lord, take note. And then I started thinking, but Lord, why only in chapter 21? Who of you in chapter 21 and you wanted God to do it in chapter 12 already? <laughs> Come on, family. Am I talking to the right people here this morning? And I said, okay, God, let me just go and look. What, what's different? What, what happened that you took note of Sarah? And I went to chapter 20. And here's the story. We know it where Abraham is moving and he meets up with Abimelech the king. And he says, oh, yes, trouble. This guy loves beautiful women, and he's going to see my wife, and he's going to want to marry her, and he's going to kill me, so let's just tell him that she's my sister. Have you ever read that story? Abimelech calls and says, okay, you're going to be my wife. But remember, God is in covenant with Abraham, and Abraham is in covenant with his wife because they are married, and God appears to Abimelech in a dream. More like a nightmare. He comes to Abimelech and he says, you are a dead man. Imagine God appears to you in your dream and he tells you, you are dead. God, we serve the living God. What's going on here? And this is what basically what happens. He says, you're a dead man because she's Abraham's wife. And he says, 
God, you know I'm innocent. I've walked in my integrity and innocence. I didn't steal this man's wife. They lied. He told me, his sister, and she even said the same thing. God says to him, that's the only reason why you're not dead. <laughs> because you've walked in the integrity of your heart and your innocence. As a matter of fact, you can go read it. it God says, that's why I've kept you from sinning. There's so many lessons in this. Sometimes when you're in business, things will come to you that's got nothing to do with you. You're innocent. It's a prayer that we should pray and say, God, help me to walk in integrity and innocence and protect me from sinning when I'm busy out in the marketplace. It goes on. Here's the amazing thing. Abraham lied. Sarah lied. But God is in covenant with him. And God says to Abimelech, he says, this man is my prophet. Restore immediately back to him and let him pray for you. Because what happened? As soon as he took Sarah, everything in his family stopped reproducing. No children for him. No children for his, everything that was linked to Abimelech, stop having children. That's something to think about. Be careful who you touch. Because God could be in covenant with them. That's why you don't have to fight, because God is fighting for you. He says, when Abraham prays for you, you won't die. Just think about that. I mean, Abraham could have been offended. Took my wife. Hmm. Think I'm just going to let this slide. Pray for you? Hmm. You're going to wait before I pray for you. If it... Am I talking to the right people here? Has people taken things from you and then God said pray for them? Here's what happened. Abraham prays for them. For Abimelech, he's healed. His wife gets healed. His servants and everybody gets healed. And they started to have children again. Fruit of the womb. But Sarah still does not have children. Have you prayed for people and things started to happen in their lives, but it's still not happening in your life? Am I talking to the right people here? Do you know when I read this, you know what was the next scripture? And God took note of Sarah. I want to give you some advice. When you are facing challenges, barrenness, go find people that are in that situation and start praying for them. Start interceding for them and see what God will do in your life. When people are going through a tough and a difficult time, when you are having a bad day, don't call people and tell them about the bad day that you are having. Go through your contact list and go find some people that you know are going through a tough time and send them a message of encouragement. Build them up. 
get them closer to Jesus, encourage them. When you read the Bible in Romans 4, it says that Abraham counted God faithful, and he did not waver in any way, but he counted him faithful even though his body was dead and Sarah's body was dead. He started giving thanks to God. And there's Isaac. That's not 100% true, is it? Because there's an Ishmael that was born. Am I right? So there was a time when they were not in faith. But only what's recorded is when they were in faith. Because we are teaching you faith. But one thing that we can see is there was no praying for other people during that time. They were looking at their natural circumstances from a natural point of view. Sarah was looking at the deadness of her womb. I don't have children. I need to make a plan. I need to help God so that my husband won't be embarrassed. Am I talking to the right people here? Have you made plans when God gave you a promise? But here in chapter 20, God changes the focus and say, start praying for other people. Start praying for them. And when he started praying for them, and the, their heart's desire started to manifest, it's when God took note of Sarah. It was a season, because how long does it take for somebody to fall pregnant and to have children? Well, at least if it happened immediately as a miracle, it would be nine to ten months. Amen, am I right? <laughs> So he had continued to pray during that season. And when they started to have children, bought children, it's then when God took note. Don't do the person that you say, get ready to overcome. Sarah had to start to live above her senses. Sarah had to start to not focus on the deadness of her womb. Abraham could not focus on the deadness of his own body. Anybody here with faith would like a child when they are 100? <laughs> Can I have one hand? <laughs> There's one brave person, amen. <clears throat> we'll have to get your husband in agreement as well, amen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just think about this. He said, Abraham, pray for them. Actually, he told Abimelech, if he does not pray for you, you're going to die. And if you do not restore, you will also die. I was so touched when I read this. And I said, God, who are those that I can pray for? Who are those that are going through tough and difficult times that I can pray for? That are trusting you to overcome in certain areas. God will do it. Can I tell you something? The power to overcome is not out there. It's in here. Many of us are looking for the victory out there, but Christ has given us the victory on the inside. Christ, the hope of glory. You make the confession before the time. Remember when you turn to the person next to you and you look them in the eyes and you said, I can see Jesus in you. See him in your eyes I hear him in your voice. Remember when you said that? What was the next part? 
because I know Jesus Christ is my hope and my glory. Colossians 1 teaches us that Jesus is that hope of glory that was deposited on the inside of us before we even knew him. The victory that we have, 1 John 5, 4 says, it's our faith. Now you might sit here and say, but I don't have faith. I'm, I'm never going to have victory. When we look at the Bible, Ephesians 2, verse 8, it says we are saved by grace through faith. You are saved by grace through faith. Where did you get that faith to get saved? If you'd never known Jesus. Mustard seed faith was deposited on the inside of you so that you can get saved. That's the grace of God. The Bible says we are saved by grace through faith. This is a gift from God. Mustard seed faith, when activated, is enough to move a mountain. Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes, say to them, whether you like it or not, faith is something you have. <clears throat> Faith is something you have. Apart from that, the hope of glory is on the inside of you. Can you see how God has just orchestrated everything that when you take that step of faith, you take that action, that you can overcome whatever challenge you are facing? A matter of fact, there's not just faith on the inside of you. The Bible teaches us that God has placed the anointing on the inside of us. What's the purpose of the anointing? The anointing is there to destroy yokes. You know, people look at you and they think, this person doesn't have an education or is not qualified. How can he run a successful business? I know this person was like this at school. How can they be happy in their marriage? How can God open these doors? How can God help them like that? Do you know what people will answer? They were born there. Their name is registered. They're born from above. Everything was against them, but now they are born from above. And that's why they're overcoming because their name is registered in heaven. That's why you can overcome. People will look at you and be amazed. People come and they look at this building. And they think, Bernard and Belinda, this building doesn't make sense. I said to them, yes. I said, you know, you see the building and you see us? The part between the building and us that does not make sense, you call that the grace of God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> It's the grace of God. <clears throat> so there should be things happening in your life when people look at you. They think, doesn't make sense. I know this one. I know this one. And the only answer should be, the name is registered in heaven. They're born there. They're born from above. How could they overcome this difficulty? They are born of God. Whatever is born of God overcomes. Let that be the testimony. Let that be the mystery that people cannot understand what God is doing in your life. That the only thing that they, 
this must be God. This person must be born again because then God gets all the glory. Amen? Because every advancement in our life, every victory in our life, everything that we overcome in our life, it's just because of the grace of God and what Jesus has done. Amen? Are you ready to overcome? Turn to the person next to you and ask them, where was your second birth registered? Zion, Zion, Zion. <clears throat> when you are born from above, then you have the attitude of Abraham and you continue to pray, continue to pray for others, continue to help others until you see the results. And I'm telling you, if you have been praying for other people and you've been seeing the results, but you've not seen it in your own life, I want to tell you now, go read that chapter. God took note. Have an expectation for God's going to take note of you and He's going to perform and do the miracle in your life what He has promised. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. <clears throat> the same Holy Spirit that hovered over the waters when there was darkness, when it had no form, when it was void, is hovering over your situation. God is not scared. The Holy Spirit is not scared of darkness. He expels darkness. Things that has got no form, He's ready to step in and give new shape to your future and to your life. That's the same Holy Spirit that Isaiah said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the Holy Spirit that empowers us when we are born from above, when we are born of the Holy Spirit. You can overcome every situation. God, the Father Himself, when He created, when He looked at the darkness, when He looked at that which was void, which had no form, in Genesis 1 verse 2. In 1 verse 3, He didn't start saying, Oh my word, but that is dark. It's got no shape. How? No, He said, Let there be light. He spoke the desired result into the situation, and things started to take shape. I want to encourage you with what you are facing. Speak and declare the desired result. The Holy Spirit is with you there to help you to do that. Amen. Take time, identify people, and start praying for them, those that need to overcome. Be the one to lift them up. You know, so many times, when I've just felt discouraged. You know, I, had mo I have moments like that as well as a pastor. Do you know that can happen? Do you know pastors also have negative thoughts? Is that a surprise to you? But we train our mind to replace it with the Word of God. But sometimes even when that's happened, I'll just send a text message to some people just to encourage them. And then you'll be surprised when they reply back to you how it encourages them how it was just at the right time. And you know that God is aware of your situation because what you make happen for other people, God will make those things happen for you. Amen. In conclusion, I want to close off with this. <clears throat> Whatever is born of God will overcome the world. Whatever. Your marriage that is born of God, it will overcome. Your business that's born of God, it will overcome. 
your career, your destiny, when you are born of God, you will overcome. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, who disconnected him from all of the world's sin, is the same Holy Spirit that will do it in your life. Amen. Your situation might look very bad, but compared to what Jesus went through, it's not that bad. Amen. He dealt with everybody's sin, everybody's troubles, everybody's problems in this building and the whole world. Amen. So when you are born from above, you are going to overcome. As Christ overcame death for you, and his life went to a new level, in the same way, Christ will take you to a new level. When you have faith on the inside, and faith is something that you have, God will take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Abraham and Sarah had to lift their eyes above the senses. They had to lift their eyes above what they saw. They had to lift their eyes above what they were feeling. They had to lift their eyes above what people were saying. I mean, just think for one minute. Somebody that's 100 years old stands in front of the church and says, I'm going to have a child. I mean, some of you might come to you and say, we've, we've got some good counselors that can spend some time with you. <laughs> Am I talking to the right people here? So sometimes when you look at your situation, it can be so serious. But if God has given you a promise, he's going to fulfill it. He's going to fulfill it, and he will see you through. Faith is not for the possible. Faith is for the impossible. That's why he says it's our faith that gives us the victory. But what is it? It's that regenerated spirit that's born of faith. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who deposits that faith on the inside, activates that faith on the inside. When you confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart, that's when God sanctifies your heart and you become born again. Now you have the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ himself on the inside, to be able to overcome. Can you see the importance not to rely on your own ability, but to rely on the ability of the Holy Spirit working in you, with you, and through you? The Bible says in Proverbs 3, verse 5, do not trust in your own abilities. Trust in the Lord. Trust the Lord. Trust this word. Trust these promises. Don't lean on your own understanding. When, if Sarah had to lean on her own understanding, I'm 100 years old. Come on, She could have reasoned herself out of that. When God has given you a promise, he will see you through. That faith to overcome, it starts on the inside. It's not out there. God has placed that ability on the inside of us to overcome. Rely on his ability. If you're going through a tough time, go find some people that are going through a tough time and start praying for them. Start encouraging them and you'll see what God will do in you and through you. You have the power on the inside of you to overcome any and everything in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your people. 
Thank you for sending Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for making a way so that we can live in victory. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us so that we can overcome. Thank you, Lord, that when we are born from above, when we are born of God, we can overcome every situation. Thank you, Lord, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, Lord. And we give you praise for that. Thank you, Lord, for taking us from where we are to where you want us to be in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.